What's poppin' everybody? It's Cisco Lucci and you listening to season two of the Mouthpiece Hustlers Podcast. It is June 2nd, 2020. It is your boy Cisco Lucci and I am coming to you from Sacramento, California. I want to dedicate this episode in particular um, to the memory and honor of George Floyd and the other martyrs that have died in result of police brutality and the lack of responsibility that this government has had for um, minorities and people of color throughout its history. Um, I want to use this opportunity with the attention that it will gain um, to draw light to some things that I feel like can address certain problems in our community. Um, I'm not an activist by any means. I'm no revolutionary by any means. I'm not out there protesting. I'm not out there um, rioting. Um, You know, I have my opinions. I have my thoughts. um, And I have my influence. And what I can do with what I have is what I intend to do and um, make most of it. So, you know, me having the background that I have coming from uh, an immigrant, you know, family, first generation here in America, and being a young father, you know, coming up from low middle class to, you know, more middle class, working class, to building up my affluence as, as I, you know, as I go with time. Um, you know, I have a six-year-old daughter. I have a four-year-old son. You know, me and my lady, we're still in our 20s. We're young. And we have a lot of life ahead of us. And seeing all of this right now play out, reading about it in the textbooks as a kid, watching it on the History Channel, watching it on documentaries, just hearing about these types of situations, seeing it on social media manifest, and now we're coming to this point. Um, you know, my... My purposes and my missions in life um, always revolved around community and bringing people together. And right now, more than ever, I feel like with what I've been blessed in my life and what I have in front of me, I think now is the best time to share um, some of my ideas for what I want to do for the community. And if this is a calling for other people to take part in what, you know, what can possibly be something that helps propel our community forward um then i want you guys to reach out i want you guys to um you know educate yourself a little bit more and ask questions about what it is exactly i'm i'm going to you know explain about our community um i want to start this off um about what i'm about to go into um with the understanding that the economy is not the same anymore We are not in the same economy before March. Um, This is totally, totally different. And what me and, you know, my family have learned and built upon is the idea that we will rely on ourselves and not have to rely on a foreign entity that has no best interest in us, right? Other than to tax us for our money. So how do do we do that, really? Well, when I was younger, I got into insurance. I was about 21 years old when I got into insurance. Um, I got into insurance literally not too long after I got my first DUI. 
um, in my only DUI. But um, I had known little about insurance other than, hey, this is something that you have to have, you have to pay, and if you don't have it, you can get a ticket if you get pulled over type of thing, right? Um, I didn't understand how insurance worked. So my, my first you know introduction to insurance was just being an auto insurance broker at a call center, you know, and I liked it. I was a consultant at that time when I, prior to me getting into it, and I was managing rappers, models, you know, hairstylists, makeup artists, fashion designers. I was in, you know, in the entertainment industry, um, working as a, you know, as a uh, promotions assistant at a radio station for a media company. Um, and I was in the social, you know, I was in the social circle for a majority of my um young adult you know career but stumbling upon insurance i started to realize like there's something more to this that i was never taught that my family was never taught that i have a chance right now to really really understand and help maybe help my family with so being that i'm the curious person that i am and i have to know everything um I dived deep into being not only just an auto insurance agent, but also being able to sell home insurance and renter's insurance. And once I understood auto insurance and home insurance, I got introduced to life insurance, you know. And once I understood life insurance, the light bulb went in my head. Now, if you're in your 20s, right, you're a young adult like me, Maybe you might not have kids, but you're planning on having kids, right? Or maybe you do have kids and you're like, you're unsure whether everything you've been doing is the right way to do it. Maybe you might have some debt. Maybe you might have some credit problems. Maybe you might have money management problems where you're you're trying to figure out a, a good budget. And like I said, keep in mind, everything I'm saying is with the intentions of strategizing for, you in a, for an economy that will not look like what it looked like before all of this happening. Um, what I'm trying to strategize for is the economy of the future, how my community is going to look like in the future, what I want to provide, what I want to bring to the table in the future, you know. Um, and because sometimes we get so trapped with what we have in front of us, we're in this box and we don't think outside the box. Now, for this next segment, though, um, I just want to briefly touch in on what my ambitions are and what my strategy is, pretty much, how, how I'm approaching this challenge, this problem um, that requires a critical solution. And it's not like a solution that I invented. This is like, these are tools and resources that are already out there. Um, it's just more so how, how can I bring it to the table with people that are in the same, you know, that have the same plate as me, you know, that have the same, you know, shit on their table, you know, um, and first and foremost, I want to just say like, hey, if you're young, this is the time to invest in yourself, don't wait until you're old enough, the younger you are, the more you should be investing in yourself, the same way, if we look back how we enjoyed sports, 
or our favorite classes, our favorite hobbies as kids, um, we dove deep into those things. And we see kids now, you know, they dive deep into video games, you know, they dive deep into apps, into coding and stuff like that. And they become geniuses at it because they dive into a world where it's just all about them and becoming the masters of what they want to be. And that's how we have to approach our our finances like how do we become the masters of our finances where we're not dependent on a system now we have to understand there is a system at play though there is that system at play and we have to understand how the system works now once we understand how the system works and why it works the way it does then you can make the moves that are necessary for you to be independent of the system see the system is always going to be there money is always going to be around it's what we do with the money it's is understanding why money exists for us to be able to move beyond the confinement of the institutions that have made it hard for us in the past. Those institutions can now become confinements of what we are able to do with our future, you know. And it doesn't mean we necessarily have to go one way or the other. It just means that, hey, whatever your situation is right now, you have options. You have options. Now, there's desperation, there's preparation, and then there's just straight, you know, uh, I wouldn't know the word for it, but just someone who knows how to think on their feet um, in the moment pretty well. Someone that just, you know, Monday quarterback it, you know, at 100%. Very few people can do that, you know. That's just something that you're born with. It's not something that you develop. Um, But when it comes to, you know, how I envision me helping others, really I look at it in a a three-way approach. Is one, securing the foundation, which is through insurance. The second one is through education. Um, And I have the opportunity to to do that with my children in in their school because they're in charter school and I can join the board of directors. I always encourage you know that parents get involved in the shit that their kids are doing if your kids love sports you should be an assistant coach you should be working at the school you should be you know volunteering you know whatever you had you know as a dream should incorporate the dreams of your kids you know now if you don't have kids then you should be thinking about how do i make myself valuable to my community charities nonprofits. you don't have to be religious to be a fucking good person um but you know churches are a great way even if you're not a member of the church just developing a relationship with church members goes a long way you know um and then the third thing would be through culture and understanding your roots and your and your ethnicity and where you come from and the people that made you who you are because your culture is going to play an impact into how you develop relationships with people your biases your moral compass your traditional habits you know your your diet um your lifestyle is all based on culture it's all based on what's influencing you based on what you're putting around you and what you're keeping around you now you can develop a culture because you can put people around you that are influenced by you and that goes based on the laws of 33 you should always have 33 percent of people that are above you as far as influence 33 
33% of the people that you keep around you should be of the same influence. And then 33% of people that you keep around you in your circle should always be below the level of influence that you have. People that look up to you. So you have your mentors, you have your peers, and you have your your followers pretty much, you know. Um, so how, how do all these three things play into what's going on at the moment with our world and how does this affect uh you know communities well if you look at like the jewish community or like the asian community or even the middle eastern community right um european communities um they keep their money within they secure their communities from within they defend from within they they build coalitions from within. They don't build coalitions from outside. They don't depend on outside. Now, when they come to the table and they're dealing with people that are outside of their communities, they are coming from a position of leverage. Why do they have a position of leverage? Because their leverage is based off the equity that they have as a community, the ownership, the the real assets, the financial assets, the liquidity of the money that's going into their community. Their dollar is stronger compared to do- the dollar of, like, say, the Hispanic community or the African-American community, uh, the Polynesian community, um, minor- you know, ethnic minorities, you know, that don't have that enfranchisement in their cities now if you look for example like at you know philadelphia um even detroit uh, even man oakland um what's another city like new orleans um i'm trying to think of another mainly like even Houston, um, San Antonio, you look at like Los Angeles, San Diego, you look at Phoenix, um, cities that have predominantly minority strong communities that make up a majority of the city population, they do very well because they are diversified in their trades. They're diversified in the communities that are trading within each other. Now, I bring that up because we as a community here in Sacramento, we have some resemblance of that. It's just that it's not fulfilled all the way through. It's not. It can be it can be 10 times, as Grant Cardone would say. It can be 10x, you know, um, and, and that's what I want to do. I want to increase, uh, you know, the, the charter school system because I feel like children should be immersed in their cultures growing up. That way they have strong self-identity you know, strong, strong, you know, concepts of who they are. Um, they're not confused growing up because they're influenced by just the media itself, but they're influenced by cultural leaders. Um, they're influenced by spiritual leaders. They're influenced by emotional leaders. They're influenced by family leaders, um, educational leaders. They have real mentorship. Um, the next thing would be that People need to enterprise within their community and offer solutions to problems that are in the community. We should see more minority ethnic owned um, security companies that are protecting the businesses of their communities. We should be seeing more insurance companies that are managing the risks within their communities because what do we come across? High insurance premiums, high medical insurance premiums, high life insurance premiums, because we've been dealt the cards of a fucked up life, right? 
So we should be answering those problems. We should be accumulating our wealth, put reserves together, put capital together to keep our risk within and spread it out amongst ourselves. That way we don't have to rely on someone outside to tell us that our risk is valued at something else, right? Then, And the next thing is that we should be we should be commercializing from within as well. And, and when I say commercializing, I'm saying our dollars should be spent on the businesses that we see within a five mile radius, you know. The Walmarts, the Home Depots, they'll be around. Those are good for people that are doing large scale things that you know are going in and out of town that gotta do big projects, but your local restaurant, your local diners, local tattoo shop, local, you know, sneaker collector that sells, you know, sneakers online, um, artists, you know, that can provide, you know, great, great pieces for, you know, homes and, you know, office buildings and stuff like that, hairstylists, barbers, man, insurance agents, car dealerships, even grocery stores that are mom and pop that are still mom and pop we got to support those that's that's how we build the strength um but yeah i mean the this is just you know my idea and i just want to hear from you guys too i want you guys to call in and just let me know what you guys think of all this and and what you guys think we should be doing to to improve and to answer the the problems at hand because we can't just depend on a system that we know that the system is not for us right so, you know, is this has been my spiel, man? Y'all, y'all have a good one. Um, you know, Blackout Tuesday, man. And like Eric Thomas said, I'm, I'm gonna just close it on this. Eric Thomas said that Martin Luther King, the civil rights leaders, kept their protests, kept their movement strong for 381 days. Right? It's been about a little bit over a week. Right? Let's, let's be more consistent with this. Let's not stop. Let's not stop here at George Floyd. Let's keep going. Let's build on the momentum that we have now. And let's get all the changes that weren't done when they needed to be done. This is the time that we speed things up. We start, we start kicking them in the ass and we start telling them, hey, you work for us or you're going to do things our way, the people's way, right? So you guys have a good one. Call in chime in talk your shit let me know be hurt this is the mouthpiece hosted podcast it's your boy cisco lucci y'all have a blessed one